Chapter Five of God Died at Three O'clock by Reverend Gerald T. Brennan. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Maria Therese. Pilot. Friday morning dawns in the city of Jerusalem. Ever afterward, this day will be called Good Friday, but now one sees no good in it, only evil. For this Friday is the day which Caiaphas has set for the death of Christ. After his unfair trial in the palace of the high priest, Jesus spent the night under close guard. It was a sleepless night for him. It was a sleepless night for Christ's enemies, too. They spent the dark hours planning for their prisoner's death. One thing, however, still stands in the way of Caiaphas and his friends. They must have the consent of Pilate, the governor. Will Pilate allow Christ to be put to death? Caiaphas knows that it will not be easy to win Pilate's permission, but the high priest has plans to force the governor to agree with him. Early on this Friday morning, Jesus is brought a second time before Caiaphas and the judges. They will question this prisoner again before taking him to Pilate. Are you the Christ? is the first question of the judges. The tired Jesus raises his head. If I tell you, he answers, you will not believe me. Why do they ask him questions? They do not want to hear the truth. This is what Christ means. His judges understand, but hatred has blinded them. Are you the Son of God? They ask next. Jesus looks straight at the judges. I am, he answers firmly. Jesus says that he is God. This is just what Caiaphas and the judges want him to say. He must die cry the judges. They have made up their minds. Christ must die. He must die today. Caiaphas and his followers lose no time. They bind Jesus tightly with ropes. There must be no chance of his friends rescuing him as he is led through the streets to Pilate's palace. Caiaphas himself leads the procession of prisoner, guards, and followers into Pilate's courtyard. A message is sent in to the Roman governor and soon the haughty Pilate appears on the balcony to face the crowd. Of what do you accuse this man? he asks. He is an enemy of our nation, calls out the crowd. He says he is Christ, a king. Pilate turns, looks at Christ, and wonders. If this man is a king, why is there no one here to defend him? Where are his armies? Where are his friends? Is it possible that this prisoner standing here is a man of power? Why does this crowd hate the prisoner? There is something here that Pilate cannot understand. He must talk with Jesus alone. He goes back into his palace and orders Jesus to be brought into him. Caiaphas and his followers wait outside in the courtyard. Face to face with Jesus, the governor asks him a question. Are you the king of the Jews? You say that I am, is the prisoner's answer. Pilate is impatient. Will not Jesus defend himself? Has Jesus tried to make himself king of the Jews? Pilate appeals to him to explain what he has done. Yes, Jesus is a king. This he admits to Pilate. But Jesus is not an ordinary king. My kingdom, he tells the governor, is not of this world. Now Pilate is worried. This prisoner surely is innocent. He plots no revolt against the emperor. 
but what about Caiaphas and the crowd outside? The governor takes the prisoner with him to the balcony to face Christ's accusers. I find this man guilty of no crime, declares Pilate in a strong voice. He hopes that this will end all the trouble. Let the prisoner be freed, and let the Jews go away. But the crowd is angry at Pilate's words. It refuses to move. Pilate's sharp eye looks for signs of trouble. How can he save his pride without giving in to the enemies of Christ? Then an idea comes to him. Is this man from Galilee? Pilate asks the crowd. Yes, the leaders shout back. And he should be judged by Herod, the ruler of Galilee. Caiaphas and the leaders of the Jews have forgotten about Herod, who is now visiting in Jerusalem. The ruler of Galilee is a fearful king. He wants no king but himself. He should be very ready, thinks Caiaphas, to condemn Jesus who claims to be a king. King Herod has heard about Jesus. He is worried when he heard men talk about making the teacher of Galilee a king, even king of the Jews. Herod has heard much, too, about the many miracles which Jesus has performed. For a long time the king of Galilee has hoped to meet Jesus. Now he smiles when Jesus is led before him. Christ stands a sad and sorry figure, and bound with ropes. Can this prisoner be the rival for his throne? Herod laughs at his own fears. But this is the Jesus, Herod remembers, who has performed so many a wonderful miracle. Perhaps he will show Herod a miracle? Herod urges the prisoner to show his power, and asks him many questions. But Jesus remains silent, and refuses to speak to the king. Jesus wishes to be a king of the Jews, says Caiaphas, and urges Herod to condemn him to death. The ruler laughs. No, he will not condemn Christ. He will send the prisoner back to Pilate, but dressed as a king. Herod and his soldiers clothe Jesus in a white robe. They make Jesus a mock king. The king of Galilee laughs at the king of heaven, but the king of heaven is silent as he turns away to go back to Pilate. End of chapter 5